0: Welcome to Sager, Junior, everybody.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said you were gonna hit the button, and I still was just like, I'm gonna keep talking anyway. Yep. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. I think it was a good. I think it was a good way to start. Um, <sighs> our, the cleanest opening we have was the Power Ranger episode, so it's okay. <laughs> Welcome to
1: Sager. <Santa> Barbara- <laughs> what? We can only we can only do that once every week. Look, yeah, I've already. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. Anyway, Wait, we
0: only record once every week.
1: I meant oh, <laughs> once every other episode. Once oh my god, month? I can't talk in this audio format. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Well, um, as you can probably tell by now, this is Sarah Port, Jr., where we never know how to talk. <laughs>
1: I'm
0: one of your hosts, Dale Decker I forgot that I still had to keep talking I was like, Zach's gonna take it Zach's gonna gonna jump in eventually
1: I'm the other host, Zach Who, I was like, oh, I was all prepared too. I was gonna introduce myself A special way to introduce the thing One of the things I was gonna talk about And then I just, completely out of my head Once we actually started recording
0: I, I feel like that, that happens to me all the time Like, before, tonight too I was like, I'm ready to record, Like, let's do this And then like it gets to the moment where I'm about to hit the button and I'm like, what am I, what am I doing? What am I doing <laughs> are, right now? <laughs> what, are what, words, do have to what do I What are words? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, I guess, I guess we should start off. Well, is there anything you need to start with or are we just going to get right into uh, how your week was? <laughs> well, no, I
1: mean, I could talk about, um, what I've been doing. So I, I, again, took another little bit of a break from the Nuzlocke after I learned that I did something backwards, Skipped an entire portion of the game and got to go back and do it. Um,
0: Oh, damn. Yeah. You you skipped a gym, right?
1: Yeah, it's weird because, so in the way that I discovered this is that what I've been doing on my off time is playing Pokemon Yellow normally. So apparently my vacation from Nuzlocke is to just play more Pokemon, (laughs) but normally. Um, That's great. And also, like, so the other big difference to that, though, being the, the Gen 1 20-year-old game versus the Gen 3 15-year-old game. Uh, um, but, like, just the, the the giant quality of life changes that they made in the Pokemon series between those two versions of the game is immense. Because I'm at literally the same exact point in Pokemon Yellow now where I am in the Nuzlocke, and the difference just in, like, the levels of the gym, like, by, like, the... the fifth and sixth gym levels are like lo- almost upwards of level fifty. Whereas in Bleaf Green and Fire Red, they're at like yeah. forty. So like they really did some major adjustment. Plus just the fact that I can't tell what Pokemon is what, which is why I can't nickname them in the general in the oh. Gen 1 things. Because their sprites are so bad that yep. if you if you miss if you nickname them, you suddenly have no idea what Pokemon you're looking at unless you go into like their their stats page. <laughs> Because all of the bug Pokemon have the same sprites, yep. and all of the water Pokemon have the same sprite. Yeah.
0: yeah, the first time I, I – I, I think I had a Bulbasaur, and I was like, what the hell is that thing? Because I think I also caught a Rattata. And I was like, why are these – because I think they're still similar. Bulbasaur might even be a freaking oddish sprite. And I was like, what? I don't understand. <laughs>
1: yeah, when you like open up when you like open up the Pokemon menu and it's just like, oh yeah, everything that like walks on four legs and on land looks like a little lizard sprite yep. here in the menu. <laughs>
0: yep. Everything that's a uh, plant-based characters and now an Oddish. Yeah. Um everything that slithers is a snake.
1: <laughs> uh so what? Yeah. So I've just been replaying that and that's been interesting just just as a a change up from things. Other than that though, I mean Oh, that was the other thing. I started watching Wynonna Earp. I was trying to remember what I did while I was playing Pokemon, because what I really did was I put on stuff in the background while I played Pokemon all week. You started, so, started
0: watching what?
1: Wynonna Earp. It's a sci-fi original series. Their first, At least the first two, if not three seasons are up on Netflix, and it is one of the just campiest, <laughs> cheesiest shows I have ever watched, and that is still currently running. Oh. It's like if it's like if supernatural were cheesier, and that is hard to do. So Interesting. (laughs) The story story to Winona Earp is that the like Wyatt Earp family line is cursed. And so they have to like there's so like every generation one of them is chosen to be the one that carries the gun that they had to name (laughs) because of course it's a sci fi show, so it's called Peacemaker.
0: Well when you're when you're dealing with a curse too. of course you need to yeah thing needs to have a, I mean name. here's the
1: thing in history the Nick the gun might actually he might have actually called the gun peacemaker <laughs> and I don't actually know the actual history of Wyatt Earp which is even more fun when you watch this because I think like it's the show is made for people who know one thing about Wyatt Earp and that's that the movie Tombstone was about Wyatt Earp I'm gonna like, that's...
0: <laughs> I didn't even know it was a real person didn't even know there was history <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in the same boat as you kind of. Uh,
1: so but it's it's great because the show is just like uh, like of course like Winona is written like if Buffy were more of a drunk. <laughs> okay. And Thanks. also were written by like a team of women like it was the show is created by a woman, it's mostly written and directed by women. So it's like if it's like if Buffy had a female team behind it instead okay. of just Joss Whedon. Uh, but you've got Winona and you've got her little sister, and you've got an immortal Doc Holliday, and you've got... What? You've got her... Yeah. 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 What? (laughs) And, like, the whole thing is that, like, every generation you have this chosen one that is supposed to Uh, what it is is like all of the people that Wyatt Earp killed in his lifetime keep coming back to life er with every time there's a new heir. And the only way to stop it is if someone could kill all of them. And, of course, up until now, no one has killed all of them, which means that they always keep coming back. And so it's like three or four generations down the line now. Um, So it's just – it's like 70% of it is like the cheesiest writing and the not great acting (laughs) – But the other 30% of it almost makes up for all of that, (laughs) just on, like, charm alone. It's like, I have no idea why I started. I started watching this, I think, because there's someone I follow on Twitter who retweets about it all the time and i was like you know what fine i need something to put on so i put it on and i didn't stop i'm already halfway through like season two now
0: oh wow <laughs> after like okay. starting
1: this on labor day <laughs> this is like so, what i put oh, on, wow. on day. okay yeah So this you... is like what i put on on labor day and i just didn't stop watching it all day wow so... <laughs> okay, that's
0: impressive so is it so I, so when they come back are they zombified versions of they, themselves or are they you're... like the same person just they're like reborn. they're like the
1: same person, but they're like demonic versions of themselves. Okay. So like they're like it's, I mean, it's a lot like the again, to compare it to Buffy, it's a lot like the vampires in Buffy, where it's like they act just like the person that they killed, but technically a demon has taken over the body. Gotcha. It's th- That's that very demon cool. has the same memories as as the human, so it's they're interchangeable largely. Um Okay,
0: cool.
1: And then uh, I also want to point out that the ba- <laughs> just just to put this out there, the main antagonist of season one is a guy named Bobo, who looks like if Ethan Hawke got like buff for like a. this has looks like 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 if yeah like like six and a half feet tall, buff Ethan. Uh, Ethan Hawke. That's, That's what this guy looks like. So. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So yeah, I mean, it's definitely worth watching. It's just like it's it's very like. It, it actually really nicely blends that whole, like, season-long arc story thing with, like, not even Monster of the Week. Because it's usually, like, it's the same group of people they're dealing with. So it's not even – but the, it does do kind of the Monster of the Week formula and pulls that off really well in a way that, like, in its later years, supernatural, it gets really annoying with that yeah. stuff. But I think because it's doing this from the get-go, like, it, it, it works really well. Um And it's just – it's – I just don't know how else to talk about how just dumb but fun it is to watch. Like, the perfect, like, turn your brain off and watch this that's thing. That's fine. Like, that's... so.
0: I love those shows. And I think I've, I've mentioned that I love shows where I can just turn my brain off and have fun with it. And I don't know why, but while you're explaining it, for some reason, I, like, thought of how it was probably filmed.
1: <clears throat> Excuse
0: me. And, you okay? You good? Yep. I'm good. <laughs>
1: Just, like, <laughs> coughed in, like, was trying to not burp into my microphone <laughs> at the same time. Just, like, my head almost That's exploded. That's fantastic. Oh, anyway. I
0: forgot to tell Devin that I started recording, and now he's coming down here to oh. move his stuff over to the dryer.
1: Oh, it's a good professional week for us. <laughs> <I'm>... uh, <laughs> anyway, how it was filmed.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so I was thinking about, for some reason, I've never seen this show, but now I want to. But for some reason, I don't know if you ever watched the show Making History.
1: No, no, but I've heard – that's is that the – okay, explain it to me before so I kind of about... guess what it is. So
0: it's about <laughs> a guy who um, – he works at a college, and his dad – I also worked at the college, I believe. And then his da- – Devin's down here. He might correct me. But his dad, like, made a time machine in a duffel bag.
1: Okay, yes. That is what I was thinking. So... I was like, is this the time travel show? But I didn't want to yes, say that and yeah. be wrong. So okay. it's the
0: time travel show. <laughs> And for some reason, while you were explaining that show, the- Winona, what is it? Winona, Winona Earp. Winona <laughs> That's the other Earp. Thing.
1: That's the best thing about it too. Is that it's why it's specifically pronounced Winona, which is weird every time they say it. Cause in my head, it should just be Winona. Yes. Like just like 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 Winona Ryder. It's so funny. But instead, it's Winona yeah. from everybody, in their bad Canadian act. They're already kind of cheesy <laughs> Canadian oh, accents God. that they're all hiding with really bad Western <laughs> accents.
0: It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah, but uh, so when you're explaining that, like, I just kept on thinking of how. Making History was filmed in like, it just was like very campy and cheesy, but like really, really good at what it did. But, so I don't know why yeah. I made the connection in my head. And it probably, they probably have nothing to do with each other in any way. But Making History, you should definitely, it's not it disappoints me that it's not on anymore and that it got cancelled. I remember it like, so did it get cancelled on like
1: a cliffhanger too?
0: Yes! Like, yeah. uh, it sucks! It sucks! <laughs>
1: Like, uh, it was so
0: good. Yeah,
1: and and I mean, I mean, what what I would say was probably what a good way to connect these would be to talk about the fact that they probably are made by people who absolutely love what they were doing, yes. even if they didn't have like a huge budget to do that. So like, so like the the special effects in Minota Minotaur not great. Every time she kills one of these things, it's like this like really bad effect of them being sucked into hell. Mm-hmm. Pops up nice. on the ground, that then just disappears. It doesn't leave like a bird mark or anything. It's just like very clearly, like okay, they got sucked into hell, and now it's gone. And, and
0: it's never like, was here. Everybody, never here. go back to what you were doing. Yep. <laughs> Nothing just happened. And That's like, funny. If
1: their eyes go. Their eyes go red sometimes. Not all the time. Just sometimes when they want to like emphasize something. And then it's like the the effect to make their eyes glow is not particularly well executed.
0: Oh God. Oh well, now I need to watch this. Oh man, now I need to just try it.
1: <laughs> and you should. I mean, it's like, I, and it's the, the, it is weird because like it's very, tr- especially the first episode is a little tropey. Like the first co- and, like it yeah. takes a few episodes to find its footing, like any show does. But it's just like, like especially with like the like Doc Holliday, who is like because they've just dis- they've. He, like, got cursed, and he's immortal, so he comes out of a well after, like, you know, 100-something years, and so he's just, like, the lines they give him that are supposed to be, like, old-timey cowboy sayings (laughs) are, like, the dumbest things that ever come out of a guy's mouth, where it's just like, well, I'll just skin a cat, and it's like, (laughs) whoa, dude... (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay, so that's why I keep thinking of making history, because there's uh, Thomas Jefferson and, like, Sam Adams become prominent, spoilers, whatever, become prominent, like, characters, and they come to the future and interact with people in the future, and it's just like, what the hell? What are you saying right now? (laughs) This is ridiculous. And yet, like like...
1: And yet like in none of this like they don't the things that they avoid the tropey things that they avoid are like really it looks like they very clearly made a point not to do this like her boss in the show like she ends up working for what's essentially like the X-Files version of the US Marshals because Wild West US Marshals we had to do that so but her boss is a black guy and they never make Doc Holiday make a single comment about him about like race or anything. Oh, like it's wow, not okay. like they were like it's not like they brought him back and it's like, Well, oh my god, a black man in charge. I can't believe that. Like they just avoided it. They're yeah. just like, We're not doing that. Yeah. We're gonna avoid that. That's and so good. it's like it's like, yeah, we'll do some of the tropey stuff just because this is fantasy and that's what you do, but we're not gonna do the dumb stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not worth doing the dumb stuff. We've got other stories to tell that are way better. So <laughs> good.
0: Now I need to watch it. God damn it, Zach.
1: <laughs> Very good pitch, man. I should be hired by sci fi. Um, oh
0: my god. You should. You should write them a letter. Be like, hire me. <laughs> I've Listen gotten my friend episode. to watch a show. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, oh, man. So, what have you been up to? Um, so, what have I been up to? Well, I watched all three Mighty Ducks movies, finally. Freaking love them.
1: I'm trying to remember. I have seen... So we owned D2 for whatever reason. We th- That was the one we owned. And so I've seen that one. a million times. <laughs> and I've seen the first one a handful of times. I don't know the last time I saw D3. Oh, that's really. okay.
0: You can just forget about D3 because it's the worst <laughs> one. I, like, am so upset at it. <laughs> Not upset like I'm going to go burn down, like, a tree or something. But it's just... It's the first two movies are so much fun, and it's so like you, these people love each other. This team, they, they're ducks. Ducks fly together, all right. Ducks that, fly together. That in
1: like D two is then, just the Miracle on Ice retold with children. It really which is. is. Like
0: the it really. Who do you play for? Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but then D three happens, and Emilio Estevez is like. Peace out, guys. I'm gonna get this, take this job. With I'm not gonna stay with you because I am an adult and I need to move on with my life and career.
1: Forget the fact that you children saved me exactly. five times over yeah, from yeah, my no. depression. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, yeah. I just you know, screw you guys. No, but so so he's not even in the picture. So then Charlie's all angsty, going into high school, he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. His his father figure is freaking gone. And then it's just a movie that is filled with nothing but hate. And it's like, this is this is you not. Can't do,
1: this you can't is do not HD <laughs> teenage guidey ducks. It doesn't work, <laughs> it that doesn't way work like that. It
0: doesn't work like that. Like, they're the they're the junior varsity team at, at this high school. And varsity is like, you guys don't belong here. You're just a charity case, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you you literally play for the same team. Yes, it's junior varsity and varsity, but like you, li- you play for the same school. Like, you don't even play the same games even, exactly.
1: together.
0: These are not people they, that are gonna outrank you no, at some point. No, it's like they're junior varsity. They pose no threat. It's not like it's not like Charlie's gonna all of a sudden be good, amazing, better than you, and like oh, you're kicked off varsity. That doesn't fucking happen. That doesn't no. <laughs> Like, and, 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 oh, oh, now, oh my God, I'm getting so upset because d <laughs> is such, it's just so, it makes me so upset. The kid, oh, what is his name? Oh, Banks, Adam, Adam Banks. He, in the first movie, was on the rival team, right? And then, because district laws. Um. Oh,
1: that guy, yeah, that character. Yeah. Okay, I Banksy.
0: Which let me tell you what made me upset about that, because <laughs> I started calling him Banksy, because it's a good nickname for someone whose last name is Banks. But so he comes onto the ducks and he becomes a duck. Like no doubt he is a duck, true and true. Adam Banks is a duck. I think his name is Adam. Then in the third movie, he gets put on varsity. <laughs> As a freshman, and it's like, why wow, you gotta split them up again? That
1: just sounds He's, like someone was like, "Oh, this, like, this is this is this is no, you don't get it. It's cyclical storytelling, man. <laughs> exactly. We're going back to the first one, but it's we're like, doing it in reverse. We're but, taking them off the tee.
0: <laughs> it's just so lazy. Like it is so lazy that they did that, and then they have the audacity to have the captain of the varsity team call him Banksy." I was so upset, I screamed at the TV. That is,
1: that is my word. You <laughs> cannot take like, that from me. like,
0: that's <laughs> my nickname for him. You don't get to say that. But it's like the, this like huge prank war starts, and it's like serious pranks. Like, this is not what high schoolers should be pranking each other with. Like, you could get hurt. You could seriously kill someone with some of the pranks that they're doing. It's like, okay, done. And then, like, the coach, there's so much anger towards the coach just because he's not Emilio Estevez. Not Emilio Estevez, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, to be fair, if I lost Emilio Estevez in my life, I would be upset with anyone trying to replace him. I
0: true. I don't know. And then, (laughs) I don't know how well you you remember D3, but there's that scene. Do you remember Hans? I want to say I
1: saw it, like, once, so probably not. Do you
0: remember, I think his name's Hans or whatever, the, like, old – the old guy who uh, the like he's the mentor. He has the skate shop. Yes. Emil- okay, okay. Yes. His brother is in the second movie, and then he comes back for the third movie. So Charlie goes, and he has gotten. He's like become young Emilio Estevez in in the Ducks world. Oh, and Joshua goes-
1: Jackson just wishes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so Charlie goes, and he's like, "I need, I need to talk to you. Like, I'm so upset." And then I think. I want to say Hans. I'm probably wrong, but it sounds right. And Hans is like, maybe you just got to give him a chance. And then Charlie is such a dick to him. It's like, and I've seen Disney movies. I've seen a movie before. It's like, oh. And he starts coughing. And it's like, an old guy with coughing, that doesn't look good in a movie. I'm like, I swear to God, if the next scene is him dying, I'm done. And then it was. It was. And that is something that I hate in movies or in television. When someone is, like, a dick to someone and then immediately leaves and then that person immediately dies.
1: Because that's the only possible way for you to feel bad about being a jerk to someone is yeah. if they died immediately. Yeah,
0: like, no. it, it is, And it happened, um, like... A couple nights before, too, in something that we watched. Um, and it just, like, oh, really? Okay. So we're happening... it's This is happening twice, and I have to deal with it twice. Like, it's such a lazy thing, in my opinion. And it happens with when it's with a kid, too. When the kid is just being, like, an angsty teen. It's like, why? Why does that... Their lesson. Why is that when they become... Oh, I need to be better at life. Because
1: that's the but only no! way that these crazy kids will learn, no! Dale. It's the only way but because no! kids don't know anything unless you give them permanent consequences uh, for their jerky, jerky actions.
0: No, it's not. No, I refuse to believe that. <laughs> so, yeah, so I just, it just, it's, it's so, so filled with hate. So, filled, like, I just, it just did not compute. It did not fit with the other ducks movies, so I pretend it does not exist.
1: <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'm yeah. always gonna, I, I'm always gonna be fine with with D two because I, I can tell you right now the reason that I probably like w- watched D two the most or <laughs> bought that one specifically is because it's the one where Keenan shows up. Yes, <laughs> and I was probably just like, oh okay, Keenan's in this movie. Sure, I'll own that. And,
0: and like doing- that's why that why that movie is so good because of because it brings in Keenan. And it's like, yeah, Yeah. there's there's other ways to play hockey. You need to learn how to actually play street hockey and like how to do that so you can incorporate it onto the ice. Like it's not, it all works together. (laughs) You need to work together and be a team for a movie that I have.
1: For a movie I've not watched in God probably over a decade, I already re- like I remember the specific scene that introduces him, where he's just out. Was it? They're are they playing basketball or are they playing hockey on the basketball court? Um, I think, think when he's standing on the fence, just like making fun of them.
0: Yeah, so he's yeah. There's, there's I think he shows up at one of their games first. So he's at because they have to go to um, California. California. Right. Sorry.
1: For the Junior Olympics. Gonna,
0: for the Junior Olympics. <laughs> Where we're so, gonna fight
1: Russia and in the nineties.
0: And he <laughs> lives it Yeah, that was that was weird. Oh, he God, lives <laughs> in California. So when they go to their first game is when right, I think right, he right. like starts heckling them. Yes. And then he's at a second game and then they like and then they
1: find him at the street hockey. They game.
0: either I don't know if they find him at the street I don't, I'm trying to remember correctly. I don't know if they find him there or if like he's like meet me here for like we're, we'll show you how to play hockey kind of right. situation. And then like they do. Like, like <laughs> it, it's not just talk. It's like no, other... you guys need to learn something. Yeah,
1: cuz the other and then of course like D2 also opens with that we're getting the band back together montage.
0: So good. Of like, like, oh, Junior
1: Olympics are coming up. Time to go round up everybody (laughs) and get on to California.
0: (laughs) I just... D2 is probably my favorite of the three. And like, it makes me sad because it gets rid of... Like the the characters that I really enjoyed in the first Mighty Ducks, but like there's a reason why they got rid of those characters.
1: Yeah, it's like okay, which ones are the most which ones are the most lighthearted and comedically <laughs> yes. timed? Okay, good. Get Josh Jackson. We'll add in Keenan. Get Goldberg. We're oh, good. Oh
0: my god. <laughs> like yeah, it just and it's and that's where like ducks fly together. It's, ducks fly together, man? Ducks fly together.
1: <laughs> there's oh. no
0: hatred in the Mighty Ducks world. <laughs>
1: There is not. You know what? Uh, D3,
0: conspiracy unlocked. D3, alternate dimensioning. (laughs) Dimensioning. Dimensioning? (laughs) Where hatred is what rules the world.
1: (laughs) It's the dark, gritty reboot of Mighty Ducks. They just (laughs) named it D3.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) The crow Um, was really
1: popular. (laughs) We didn't know what else to do.
0: And we needed we needed to make a third one, because Josh, why not? Josh started
1: really <laughs> angsty on Dawson's Creek, and we needed to do.
0: Oh, my God. But, yeah, so, so I watched those, loved it. And then I saw Kin. Oh. And. I heard,
1: I've been, like, seeing previews for that, and I'd heard a lot about that. Oh. Because I knew it was, like, a, a short before it was, <clears> like, yeah. the movie. Yeah. So I had seen a lot of people talking about that.
0: Yeah, I didn't like it. Really? Oh, that was the other thing. Oh well, spoiler, spoilers, spoilers for kin. Do you, first of all, do you care if I spoil kin for you?
1: Well, no, because this—I mean, I haven't seen any reviews for it or anything. Okay, so,
0: so you don't care. So,
1: nah.
0: I did not like it at all. Really, did not like it. <laughs> and it was. Remember when I was like, there was another thing that we were watching that you know, there's a fight and then the person immediately dies. Yeah, it happens it was... in kin. Okay, like. Early on. And I was like done. With the movie after that point. Because I'm like. That's not. This isn't how you write. Pain. This is not how you convey pain. There's so many better ways to convey like. Being a jerk and pain and all of this. Like. This is just lazy. Killing off a character. In this situation is lazy. Writing. In my opinion. But. Have you seen anything about Ken?
1: I mean, just the just the trailer, and then like I'd seen some people talking about the short, the the, the, the that it's based on. So other than that, that's all I really know. So based about on,
0: it. so what do you think it's about?
1: I mean, the kid finds crazy sci-fi gun. Yes. And then there are people that want crazy sci-fi gun. And then I don't know. It looked like they were kind of like a poorer family, and so there was like a whole kind of st- like like it looked like there would be like some sort of like cops versus poor people statement being made about about that and the fact that he has this like super powerful gun to fight back against the government that seems to want to I don't know be mean to them something that, like that that, that was like, been a better impression. movie <laughs> that's definitely the impression i got from the trailer was <laughs> like that's what the story was about kind yeah. of like attack the block is like a, has like a whole story going through it about, like, mm-hmm. poor kids and stuff like that. Yeah. So, like, that was the story. That was what I thought it was.
0: That would have been a better movie, let me tell oh, you. The space gun situation it takes up probably, like, hmm, if you total it up, maybe, like, 20 minutes of the movie. Like, it's not.
1: It's like the whole trailer and the whole yeah. short. Yeah. The whole short was about, okay.
0: No. So, so it opens up. It is, yeah, so the kid, um, he's adopted, he's adopted by Dennis Quaid, all right, so Dennis Quaid and his wife have a son, that son is a screw-up, uh, but I think he's just a son uh, screw-up later on, and then they, they adopt um, another son, and this, so there is, like, a racial situation there, kind of, like, it's touched upon a little bit, because the son that they adopt is black, and he's like called their replacement son by his brother, and like f- just to like di- stab a knife into and Dennis Quaid. Of, like and speaking of
1: speaking of tropes about things, it's like oh, adoptive son yes. is like biological son hates adoptive son. Yeah, but it's <laughs>
0: yeah. it's so weird because so the so the biological son I don't remember name. He was in Transformers with Mark Wahlberg. He's the boyfriend in Transformers. Um. Yeah. So, anyways. So, he's the biological son. He goes to jail for, like, stealing. Um, for, th- for theft, pretty much. And his dad is like, you can come stay with us. Whatever. He tells his son um... I'm trying to remember his name. Elliot? Maybe? Eli. Eli. I think is his name. So, the young k- brother's name is Eli. <laughs> I don't remember the older brother's name. So... Yeah, because his name's Elijah. I'm remembering things about this terrible movie. <laughs> so, Eli, Dennis Quaid tells Eli, like, you need to be careful of your brother. Like, don't trust him, blah, blah, blah. He's, he went to jail. Like, he's bad. He's a bad guy. Um, he comes home. Dennis Quaid and him have, like, a huge, like, fight. And he goes out, and he meets up with James Franco, who James Franco is, like, a loan shark. Like a very dangerous loan shark. <laughs> And is like, if you don't pay me the money that... But, it-
1: but what character does he play in the movie? <laughs> ha, 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 <laughs> ha, ha, ha.
0: anyway. <laughs> uh, so basically, like, the, the biological brother paid James Frankel to keep him safe in prison. And now he can't pay him back. So it's like, that's the story, pretty much. So then he goes to Dennis Quaid and is like, Dad, I need your help. Like, I, th- these guys protected me in prison. I need to pay them back. I will get you back. I just need your help, please. And Dennis Quaid says, no. Like, I don't care what you're doing. Like, consequences and all this. So then the son knows that Dennis Quaid's um, business has, and they're not, they're not, well, if they are pretty much a poor family, like, they don't, like, Eli, um, goes, it starts junking, so he goes to, like, abandoned places and will just steal scrap and all of that, and Dennis Quaid's finally, gets un- gets upset because he's, like, afraid that his, bio- his adopted son is gonna go down the path of his biological son, and it's just a lot going on. Um, there's really not that much going on, but <laughs> anyway, so, Biological son, who I'm going to call Charlie, just for sake of names. (laughs) Um, Charlie is like, goes to James Franco and says, I know where there's money. We can steal it. We can snag it. It's fine. So they go to his dad's place of work, Dennis Quaid's place of work. And Dennis Quaid is there with Elijah. He pulls up and he sees that the light is on. So he walks into the situation mid, while they're robbing the safe and Dennis Quaid gets shot by James Franco and Charlie is like, I, like, I, I meant to ask you to go. Like he, he was pleading for him to leave and then he gets killed like immediately. So I was like, well, this is great because it's another situation where you had a huge fight with your father and now your father is dead. Like, you, there's no way you can ever say sorry. There's no way you can ever repay him. You can never, like, help him. Like, you can't do any of that shit. And the last words you had with him were basically, fuck you, you know? Then he goes, he <laughs> runs to the car, and Elijah's there, and he's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, Dad, you know, whatever. I met up with Dad, and it's okay, Dad's there. He's going to meet us at home. And then, like, proceeds to lie to his brother that his father is still alive. (laughs) Goes to the length of faking phone calls and all of this shit. And it's like, all right, all right, now I'm really not with this movie.
1: (laughs) See, executed better, what you're describing sounds like a fairly riveting drama. Yeah. (laughs) The problem is I know for a fact that this was supposed to be, like, a sci-fi indie movie. Yeah. And all I'm thinking is nothing you've described so far is science fiction. Yeah, the only and stuff so it feels like the sci-fi stuff is just like tacked there. into it.
0: It really is. <laughs> so he finds he finds the weapon like within the the gun, the like the sign, the space gun, whatever. Um, right. Like within maybe the first ten minutes of the movie. And then he like plays with it, and he shoots it, and he sees all these futuristic gadgets and the scientific gadgets and whatnot. He finds like these quote unquote like dead bodies, and then he goes home, hides the gun, and then like there's one more scene where he's playing with it in his house because he gets suspension he gets suspended from school for starting a fight. So there so there's like two scenes. Then when. His brother comes back. He's like, we need to leave. We're going on vacation. Dad's going to meet us. Don't worry. He brings the gun. He brings the um, space gun. And then it doesn't show up again for, like, another 20 minutes because it's all, like, road trip stuff.
1: Oh, my God. And,
0: like, him lying to his brother about Dennis Quaid being dead. So then then they go to a (coughs) strip joint. And Charlie gets drunk. and then Eli-, Eli comes in with the gun and scares the shit out of the people. And then there's like another little bit of time where he's like playing with the gun in a field. And then again, it's just like, we're ru- we're on the run from James Franco. Like we're going, oh, and then they steal more money. Like it's just so inconsistent. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean it just really <laughs> sounds like someone I mean it sounds like, like someone was like, Oh, this is a really good short, we should turn this into a larger movie and like no one knew how to actually <laughs> yeah. do that. If, like no if, one was like like this if it was contained so well within its original yeah. short film nature, like there was no reason to expand it. Yeah. And then that like and so it just feels like they went, Well, just tack in a bunch of old drama tropey bullshit until we've got a nine until we've got a two hour movie and then there we go. <laughs>
0: It was just like it was really disappointing because the the science fiction part of it was really cool. and it 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 felt like destiny in a way too, which is weird, but they had they had like an orb that could um, survey the area and then recreate the thing and the orb looked like a ghost from destiny. their um, suits looked very destiny like like armor. So I was like, that's cool because I like the look of destiny. But then the kicker of that is th- there, are ca- there are, like, space people who are also following them on this road trip of, like, you're actually running away from people who want to kill you. But your brother thinks they're on just, like, a happy little road trip. Um, and they're also following them to get the gun back. And then they show up freeze time except for Elijah who has a scar in his arm and they're like we're from the future you're gonna be a part of our team we need that gun back the only reason why you're able to evaporate it is that scar on your hand and blah 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 and it was like this huge huge thing that happens at the end of the movie and never comes back (laughs) And it's like, Just, it's like,
1: it's like coming from the future what I'm like, the like, really cool stuff is going to happen to you, but you're not going to see any of it on film. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, we're from the future. We need to take that gun back. Don't worry. Everything will be fine. We'll, we'll manipulate time so that James Franco somehow kills himself with this bullet that was going straight, but now it's going backwards. Um... I know how it works. It's just dumb. <laughs> like, they they move they physically move the bullet and put it in front of James Franco's face. So like the momentum is still there, but it's just like this is this is so dumb. <laughs> this is so dumb. If they were two uh... separate movies, I think I would have enjoyed it better. Because the the story of a brother on the run who like needs to protect his younger brother like that is a good story. Also a good story is a kid finding a gun, needing to real needing to like use that gun at some point and then finding out that he's actually gonna be part of like this huge um uh army in the future. like that is also a cool story. So you can't mash the two. you just can't. It did not work. That being That's- said, I want you to see it, Zach, so I can hear what you think.
1: <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. If it ever pops up on any of the streaming things, like, I'll definitely take yeah. the time to watch it. Like, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: it's just, and Devin didn't like it either, but for the opposite things. So he hated all the sci-fi stuff <laughs> because it was, I mean, yeah, it was dumb, but
1: yeah. I mean, it's, if it all feels, I mean, yeah, if none of it like bleeds together well, then yeah. it doesn't, I mean, in, one half of that movie is just not going to work for any audience member that's watching it, whether they're it, in, whatever half they enjoy. The other half is never going to feel satisfied. I don't think. Yeah. And
0: it just sucks. Cause like, I know I like if they were <clears throat> separated, I'm, I'm almost positive. I would have enjoyed both movies. Uh, Mashing them together does not work. And it's really upsetting. Cause I was so excited for it. And it's a, it was a great cast. The kid who, I don't know his name, but the kid who played Elijah was it was like his it was introducing him and he was very good like he did a really good job like but it just ah like i never ah i
1: wonder how easy it is to find the original short film because i would be interested to to watch watch that and see see if that is because if that is most of the sci-fi stuff like I, i bet that that's Again, just yeah. as, uh, from a coherence standpoint, it probably works better just like shortened down to just that. Yeah. So,
0: because you would think from the trailers and stuff that the gun itself is almost like another character.
1: Right. And it's it seems really very not, important. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: really only comes into play like it really only comes into play two times. Is once so he can scare the strip joint people um so they don't beat up his brother. And then, like, he uses it as a prop to scare them again because they go back and steal money from them. And then at the very end of the movie is when he's, like, just fucking opens fire on all the Lone Shark people. And it's like, all right. Wh- what? <laughs> What? No real,
1: no real statement being yeah, made. No. Just if you've got yourself a space gun, you can probably get away from your troubles. Yeah,
0: like... pretty much. Yeah, You're, uh... the the thing that you ex- described about it being like, um, the the like whole poor situation and like needing to like fight against cops because like whether or not they're dirty cops or whatever, like that it's cops against poor. Like that would have been. I'm not kidding when I say it would have been a better movie, <laughs> because it would have been. Like what the Purge talks about, and how like low income people are go are the the um uh target of the Purge and stuff, and like how disgusting and and scary that is. It would have been like, and I and it it just would have been a better movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because... Well,
1: let's see if that's okay. So that was made up of two things that didn't quite blend very well. <laughs> I spent the, also this weekend watched a couple of things that blend many different elements quite well in a very weird weekend that I, I spent while I was again playing Pokemon and needed something awesome. to play in the background. Um, the first thing I want to talk about, and I don't know if you saw that I tweeted this from the Say Report feed yesterday. Oh is, was I think um, I know what is this is. Evil Dead the musical. Jesus. Which is fantastic. So it's good. Evil Dead the Musical is is so weird and just, I love every weird minute of it. Um, So I originally got the soundtrack to this back when I was either in in high school or college and I don't remember if Seijin got me the soundtrack for Christmas or something or if I just was like I found it in like a Newberry Comics one day and went, Evil Dead the Musical I I have to know what the hell this is Yeah, because either one of those is completely feasible. I'll give Seijin the credit for now until he later tells (laughs) me he has no idea what I'm talking about. But um the the soundtrack to this thing it, it's so Evil Dead the Musical was made by like a, a theater group in Canada back in like two thousand seven, two thousand eight, something like that, where what they the way that they structure it is. Have you seen the Evil Dead movies? No, like all all no. three of them. I've never. Okay.
0: I've ne- I haven't seen any of those. I haven't seen Ash vs. Evil Dead or anything yeah. like that. Yeah.
1: Had, had a feeling you were gonna say. I know you're not a horror person, so I didn't feel yeah, you were gonna say that. But, um, <laughs> I've
0: I've I we had a poster because Devin really in, really enjoyed the Evil Dead movies. We have a poster like it's over here that I've known. My entire life, and it's just Ash with like his chainsaw above his head, and there's like a girl over him. Yep, that's I the never... Army of Darkness poster. Yeah, that's the Army yep. of Darkness, right? Okay. <laughs> the so fact that I could tell by the way have... you described it. So, like... and I remember as a kid, like seeing that poster and being like, "Nope, never, well, <laughs> never watching really...
1: that." You would probably really like Army of Darkness. I probably yeah, of I've heard of it. Like... The least bloody of them, mm. and because and as much is very much like a. Let me think of the best way to describe it. Medieval fantasy horror comedy is how I would describe. The the more I learn about
0: the movies, the more I think I would enjoy them. I just haven't taken the time to actually watch them. (laughs)
1: Well, so it's interesting. So the original Evil Dead was made in like 1983. And it was like Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell and about six other people Literally went did did exactly what the kids in the movie do, which is they went out to this cabin in the woods They did not have permission to film in and they filmed this movie like Gorilla style with like one hand one camera and just like whatever they could cobble together for their their special effects and that is a the original Evil Dead is a bloody and scary movie like (laughs) Yeah, it gets absurd, but it is a bloody and scary movie And it is just like to the point where there's like gallons of blood at points, (laughs) and like, and it's just it's very much like you just watch everything devolve into this kind of absurd craziness as Ash is going is like increasingly left alone in this cabin, and then Evil Dead Two is very much a remake where they completely erase. Three of the people from that movie and it just like when he recaps when he recaps Evil Dead at the beginning of Evil Dead 2 He only mentions him and his girlfriend They never mention the other three people that got out to that cabin with them uh, And then same thing in Army of Darkness oh, So like so by the time like, you get the Army to. of Darkness Yeah, by Army of Darkness, <laughs> they have like completely they have completely erased anybody but him, Linda, <laughs> from this, from, but Ash and Linda from that movie, which is fine. It still works. It's just really funny because it means that, like, Dead by Dawn really is just – it serves very much more as a remake rather than a direct sequel. Yeah, yeah. So the way – so this theater troupe decides that they want to do – they're, they're going to create this musical. And so what it is is the first half, Act 1, is Evil Dead. And then the second half, Act Two, is is dead by dawn. And then they sprinkle in a bunch of the one-liners and monologues from from Army of Darkness throughout the whole thing. Um, and <laughs> what might be the best the best part about it is that, as in homage to the fact that they erase half the cast, <laughs> the end of Act One, Ash is standing there with four dead bodies around him and gallons of blood on stage and these people walk in the cabin and he goes this isn't what it looks like and it goes black oh my god and when it comes back up and when the lights come back up it's him he's at there they they redo the last like line of the big ballad that he just sang and then the people come in the room again and he turns around and you realize all of the bodies are gone and it's just him it's just him and his Girlfriend's head, who he was like chopping at with a chainsaw on stage, and he goes, This isn't what it looks like. They're like, Really? Because it kind of looks like you're a mass murderer. He's like, What are you talking about? There isn't a giant bi- uh, pile of bodies on stage anymore. <laughs> <And he's> like, <laughs> and that's like their homage to the fact that these people just disappear from nice. Nice. thing. And it was, it's, it's so very clearly was like a group of people who were definite theater nerds who absolutely loved these movies. Like, unironically and fully like it was like fan fiction in the best possible way. (laughs) Um, the soundtrack is great because it's like the music is a mix of all these different kind of musical theater styles. The opening song about going out to the cabin in the woods sounds a- like would fit in with grease. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's like, it's like the summer lovin' of that thing where they're like, they're like in the car, it's like fifties, like boppy rock that they're oh singing about going God. out to this cabin. And then there's these grand ballads between him and his girlfriend about how they're, they were working at the S Mart together is how they met, <laughs> and oh like God. they get this great love song ballad, and then it ends with like very clearly they were just ripping off the Time Warp by doing do the Necronomicon <laughs> is the name of the song, <laughs> and That's... it's and it is it is the we're gonna give you the steps to this song oh and God. talk about doing the Necronomicon. <laughs> it's so oh it's so such a blatant like That's Rocky ridiculous. Horror rip off. It's great That's and fantastic. it's fantastic. And so, and, and to watch them put this thing together on a stage, like, the recording I was watching was a VHS that I think they first put out when they were trying to, like, shop it around to actually put this Get out. done, yeah. Um, and so, like, the mix is terrible. You can barely ha- hear hear. The guy playing Ash through like half the the damn thing because his mic is not mixed with the rest of the audio of VHS. The music goes from like stuff will be super loud and then you can't hear anything again and then something else super loud will happen. And in some ways it feels like the best way to watch that because (laughs) when you watch the original Evil Dead and you're watching it and you're like this was just like like eight people out in the woods just throwing crap together. And you're like, it never should have worked and it works beautifully. This this recording of this does not work objectively and yet I watched all hour and a half of it. <laughs> the giant smile on my face.
0: That's fantastic. Oh wow. Um, has it guy, has it ever it probably hasn't. Has it ever like gone to an actual stage? Oh yes. So here's oh, the it other has.
1: So they they shop this thing around. Bruce Campbell loves this thing. Sam I'm Rainey's sure. so so on I'm it. Sure. But Bruce Campbell loves this thing. Yeah. The thing that made me think to go watch it was last night on Twitter, I'm scrolling through and someone was tweeting at Bruce Campbell and said, Oh, by the way, I'm about to play Ash in Evil Dead the musical for a show we we're gonna we're gonna do. Do you have any advice on acting? <laughs> and he's <laughs> nice. like he's like, Yeah, drink he's like, you know, drink some water, make sure you get some sleep, and also just make sure you bring it or something. Like he just nice. total cocky attitude. About That's it. awesome. <laughs> but like i love and Bruce, I was like Bruce well, Bruce Campbell that- does. I know I love God. He's so chill about it. And so the guy that they actually have playing Ash um, Who I don't think plays him in the um, This thing went off-broadway That was how I got like the, the original cast recording is is the off-broadway cast yeah, recording yeah. And so it not only did that it then went on to a world tour and as of like 2017 was playing in like it was like back in Canada and it was in Hong Kong and it did oh like a God. South Korean right. show this right, thing that's went
0: impressive. Huge. I mean, yeah, that's it went, impressive. That's pretty yeah, awesome.
1: <laughs> it went huge, but I had to look the, the guy up that originally was playing Ash for this, this recording. The guy's name is Ryan Ward, and if, if you told me that he was related to Bruce Campbell You would believe it. in some way, because it looks like Bruce Campbell in the original wow. Evil Dead, like s- six and a half feet tall, skinny as a frickin' rail, yeah. giant chin. Like exactly like Bruce Campbell did in 1983 when the first evil dead came out and and just like swagger, like there's a like it first couple of songs he's a little awkward which ash is if you watch the original thing like before he get becomes bruce campbell the character later on especially in like army of darkness yeah acts a very awkward character at first and a very kind of scared guy and this guy pulls that off <laughs> and then as soon as he gets to just start swaggering around stage <laughs> he's like <laughs> loving every minute of it That's awesome. um, there's a whole scene which is again based off of, of dead by dawn where ash is being driven mad by the house and so he starts talking to a moose head and <laughs> the it's great because I think later on they got like a much more realistic looking creepy moose head for like the off-Broadway stuff. Yeah. But in this version, it is very much like a Muppet puppet looking <laughs> moose head. And it's like, and he's like, oh, Ash, you should join us down here in hell.
0: <laughs> and he's like bouncing
1: along with him. Oh, man. That it's is so the good. perfect,
0: perfect like cartoon moose voice.
1: Yeah. It was like, and he's like bouncing around stage. And then... Uh, And then this will be the last thing I say about it, because it's like the best part when this thing, especially when it went off Broadway. But yeah, I mean, you see this a little bit on on this stage thing, but they didn't they they over exaggerate it when they got a bigger budget to do this. When this thing went off Broadway, they made you they did the whole Gallagher thing, which was the first three rows got ponchos because it started spraying blood into the audience. (laughs) And so there's this huge, huge ballad that this guy is singing beautifully sung about um, like about his going crazy. And he's like, he's going crazy with them and he has to like cut his hand off. And there's like another scene where he's like cutting into Linda's head, like I said. And so what they did is the scene where his hand gets possessed and he has to cut it off. They, you know, he goes behind, a, he goes behind a counter and he picks up the fake chainsaw and he starts hitting his, his wrist with it. And it's just sprays of blood into the audience <laughs> as it's like, carnival crazy music is going on (laughs) in the background and then the scene where his 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 girlfriend gets possessed that he's it's the end of that first act he's like singing their love ballad again oh, so he's like God. crying and singing this beautiful ballad and this chainsaw to her head and again just sprays of blood everywhere oh yeah. and it's like covering his face so he's like he's like belting out this ballad as like corn syrup blood is just spraying him top to bottom in the face Wow, and it is just like absurd. It is so good. <laughs> that's
0: amazing. Uh, that's so awesome. Oh man, oh, I God. love
1: I, and I love when there's like a group of fans just got together. Like we we love this thing. We're gonna do it, yeah. and then we'll get the we'll pay for the rights later somehow. But let's put yeah. it together
0: first. I <laughs> mean, that's and if it, if it works, like why not be happy about it? Like Bruce Campbell, he has no reason not to be excited about that and not to like love it because. No. It, it, From what you say, it, like, very much follows the feel of Evil Dead. Like, it's just, it's just fun. It's just, like, turn your brain off. It's turn your brain off, have fun.
1: (laughs) It's, like, slapstick comedy mixed with these, like, horrific things that are just, how can we get the most gallons of blood around everything going on? Yeah, that's, Uh, that's great. I love it. So that's <laughs> so that was the first fan made thing I watched this weekend. The other one was um, I, I needed another like Nuzlocke to put on in the background because I had watched the one I was watching and I was just again it's really good background noise when you're like okay I already know how Pokemon works so I don't have to pay attention to it. So
0: wait, go do on you, Do you I, did you need another lo- Nuzlocke in the background or another TV show in the background? Well.
1: I'm not someone playing a Nuzlocke on YouTube, which served as, like, a TV show that I played in the background. Okay, I got um, you. All
0: right. Yeah, so I, was I wasn't watching, sure I was like, if you also had a Nuzlocke in the background while no, you no. were doing a Nuzlocke.
1: No, like, while well, I was playing Pokemon Yellow and, like, mindlessly grinding got you. through that. Okay. I was, like, yeah, putting stuff on. So I go on YouTube, and, like, I just... Pokemon Nuzlocke is a search term. Yep. Very good. Yep. Gets you a ton of stuff. Scrolling through the options, and I see one that says... Pokemon Suite, Nuzlocke. Okay. It's like, what the hell is this? I'm gonna watch that now because I don't know what you're talking about. And I start watching the playlist. And how much do you know about like fan-made Pokemon games, like the like uh, off the, like just like complete, like completely modded like kind of like Pokemon Revolution, but made very much to be like single-player yeah, yeah. Pokemon games. Um,
0: I know about a few of them. Like I've seen um. Pokemon, I don't know, it was like Phoenix or whatever. There was there was a there was Pokemon Stars that came out. So I know I think um yeah, I, I think
1: Uranium might be the big uranium, one that like yep. is like a huge one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there was a there was like another like nuclear one where like a nuclear bomb went off during it. But I have never like really got into them or like really watched any of them. I think the closest one I watched was like uh, I started an episode of Stars and I was like I'm done. I don't need this, <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, no. So I know that they exist. And I know that some of them are ridiculous and crazy, um, but yeah.
1: Yeah. So I guess because um, there's there's like a program that you can find that has basically all of every Pokemon that's ever existed, like in their 2D sprites and like pre-coded. This is how a Pokemon game runs. So mm-hmm. all you've got to do is really slap in your artwork, and you're like you can change dialogue and stuff and it's very easy to make a Pokemon fan game these days. Yes. So Pokemon Suite is one of these. And what they did was someone took the map from Pokemon Fire Red and they turned it into Candyland.
0: Awesome. I and am on so board.
1: Everything is gingerbread houses and icing oh. and like chocolate. Oh and God. that includes the Pokemon <laughs> who have become what they call Poke Sweets. And Poké Sweets, instead of being animals, are baked goods.
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> that are also monsters. <laughs> and so, like, there are... They start simple with, like, the banana, who turns into, like, the banana split banana. Or, like, the three starters, they changed up, so Bulbasaur is now, like, a cheesecake. Oh, <laughs> my is God. And it's called, like, like chakosaur or something. I...
0: See, um, here's my problem with, the f- here's <laughs> the problem with the fan games is that when I find out they exist, I want to play them, and I don't know <laughs> where to find them to play them. Because like I, I would play that today. I would play that uh, right now. I would start playing like, Pokemon Three right now. What was crazy was
1: how elaborate this got. So like they, like literally, I have no idea. They they mixed in three or four different generations of Pokemon and because the person was doing a Nuzlocke I have no idea how many there actually are in this game versus what they found and who they fought and yeah. all of that but they so you get the three starters you get you've got Chacosaur who is Bulbasaur as a like chocolate cake you have a Strawmander who is Charmander as a strawberry ah! <laughs> you have Pie, who is just Squirtle but their shell has been replaced by a Cherry Pie And it even goes as deep as to change all of the types and the advantages and disadvantages to be like, this is a chocolate type Pokemon, (laughs) and this is a vanilla type Pokemon, and this one is cherry, and this one is grape, and and there's like a chart that's like, it's like cherry is strong against strawberry and raspberry, and raspberry is weak to banana, but strong against lime, and lemon is like, oh my, like the insanity of how deep this goes, and it is a full game. To play. Top to bottom. I watched this guy. Th- th- when I say I watch this all day, I mean that sun- Sunday, Saturday, one of these days at like eight o'clock in the morning when I woke up and I started searching for this. I turned it on and it was like after midnight that I finished because I had like just let the whole playlist run of like 37 episodes of this guy playing through and completing this nuzlocke of this Pokemon fan game. <laughs> um,
0: who was it? Who you, Who were you uh, watching?
1: One of the most YouTubiest YouTubers I've ever watched. Some guy named Munching Orange.
0: Okay.
1: No, I... But as soon as I... As soon as I hit the first video, and it was like... Like, when people make fun of YouTubers, that was how this guy was talking normally. And it was a little weird, because, like, I hit play, and he's like, What up, everybody? Hey, we're just going to play through Pokemon Suite. Just remember to hit that like button. I was like, oh, God, please stop. I'm glad I'm not playing this full volume all day. I got used to it over
0: time. Yeah, that's <laughs> was like, like um. Whoa. There's a there's a YouTuber like A Drive who I watch who, um. I feel I find like he's not like that anymore, but he started out kind of as that, and yeah. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I also found out this thing is like three years old that I'm watching. What? <laughs> so I was like, oh, this was posted in 2015. <laughs> like. Oh my yeah.
0: god! But, I want um, to play it so bad. Okay, I'm
1: gonna tell you the thing that you're really gonna. Like, you're really going to want to get your hands on this now? Oh, I saw what the, I saw what they made Eevee. Oh, God. I saw what they made Eevee. Eevee is a cupcake. No! A cup V. No! <laughs> and so it's the Eevee head and the coloring, but, like, the top of the cupcake is, like, the little bit around its <laughs> chest, and then it's just in a little thing, and it's going to swirl on the top where its no. tail would come up. <laughs> Didn't get to see what Eevee evolves into because... Lost it, but yeah. but yes, I got to see Cup V and like
0: I, I want it
1: and like all of the and like I all of the evolutions of the starters and like Pikachu is like an orange like sherbet popsicle and is an orange type Pokemon. <laughs> and like, oh my and then it's like, god, and then it's like you start out, start out like and it's like Grossly sweet stuff. So it's like you start off in Cookie Town and you go up the Chocolate Road to Rainbow City.
0: (laughs) I want to play this so badly. You don't even know how bad I want to play this game.
1: And like I just like I I watched I watched this thing all day and I'm watching how elaborate all of it is. And, like, they changed the dialogue to all of the the gym leaders. So, like, even though some of the sprites are still the same, and, like, some of it is just, like, they just changed the colors from, like, gray to pink in some places. But then it's, like, but, like, you know, Brock is actually a chocolate-type trainer now, and these are his two Pokemon here. And, like, uh, Onyx is is made up of rock candy and is bright pink. (laughs) And and I was, like, all I could think was, like, someone sat down (laughs) for months in their life. And changed this whole game in this, like, glorious, like, fan fiction love of Pokemon. (laughs) And figured out all of these tight matches. Um, And then the other thing they did, weirdly, is that the entire game is played in dual battles. So it's, like, two Pokemon battles the whole time. Which was, like... Weird to watch someone try and nuzlock something like that, yeah, but it was like every trainer battle is a two-on-two battle yeah, that seems instead of a one-on-one. <laughs> that's crazy. That's but awesome, oh, it's though. like, and it was just like, and some of it was like they didn't just change out the map; they literally like reshaped the map and changed up the area. So like, um, the area north of what was Cerulean City, and I don't remember. Like, there's no Nugget Bridge fight anymore. But you get up there, and it's the mango orchids oh my God. instead. It's a- Changed everything into like mango ice cream cone trees around <laughs> and it's like I, I, I it, it was it was ins- it was insane to watch and like to be like someone like did all of the work to change all of these sprites over so like all of the Pokemon look different and all of their moves have to match up to certain things and and all of the dialogue and, and that's the story has to change and I it, it was, like, beautiful and crazy at the same time. Are,
0: yeah, that's super impressive. Are the um, moves kind of, like, dessert-based, too, or are they the same moves?
1: I, I mean, the animations are the same, but, like, instead of it being rock throw, it's apple throw. Awesome. So I'm, yeah, I'm on I'm, board. Because Squirtle is a, an apple pie, he, he learns apple throw instead of water gun. I'm on and board. So, like... This is amazing.
0: Oh, I want it. I want it now. I want to play it now. <laughs> That's oh, that is literally what I hate about fan made things. It's like, I don't know if I'll ever be able to get my hands on that. Like, I just want to play it now. <laughs> uh, well, there's
1: 16 hours of it you can watch.
0: That's true. I'll just do that, I guess. Oh, um, I, I just um... no, because then I got to watch Cup V die. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't want to do that. Oh, man, and then, okay, and then just, just to go, to like, not to get, like, negative for a second here, but it was also one of those instances where I, ha- I was reminded why I don't watch a lot of Let's Plays, and that is that sometimes when I watch people play games in a different way than I would play them, it, it stresses me out. Yes. Yep. And so, like half the time that I was watching him go into fights or gag or die and stuff. I was like, why are you not taking the time to learn these things? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, cause, well, clearly because he's probably wants to get this out as fast as possible. And it really doesn't matter. And at the same time, I'm like, that's not how you play Pokemon.
0: <laughs> what are you doing? You're doing it. Rock. <laughs> You're doing it. Rock. <laughs> oh man. Uh. Well, I think that's, so a that good, was... I think that's a good spot.
1: Yeah, that was that was my weekend, so we're good.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. The only oh. the only thing that I, I have I there's two things I have left to say. It's that this weekend I am competing in a video game competition. Uh so wish me luck on that. I've been practicing Do, do you
1: know the games yet or is yes, it something I do. Gonna so say? it's okay.
0: so it's all retro games, which I don't have a lot of experience with. Um uh, but like I've been practicing Ninja Gaiden, like Road Blasters and uh, Mario 64, and Vector Man, and all these ridiculous Vector, games. Vector Man. But you want to know what the game the, I hate right now is Super Ghouls and Ghosts, because that oh, yeah. game is freaking monster, and I hate yep. it. Um, but yeah, so I'm doing that this weekend, so look forward to hearing how that turned out next week. Is um, it
1: streaming anywhere, or is it I don't think it's streaming. The- no,
0: I think it's just at the convention. Okay. So it's just... Um, yeah, it's it's kind of like it, I am imagining it, imagining it to be kind of like the wizard um but it's not going to be like the wizard at all.
1: <laughs> and that Fred Savage won't be there.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> um which Devin and I are going to watch the wizard on Friday night. <laughs> oh god. To prepare. But my other thing is and this ha- I don't know why I thought of it again, but everybody needs to go watch um the fourth episode of season one of Cuckoo, of right what now? now of Cuckoo, of
1: Cuckoo. I'm oh, sorry. Um, do, <laughs> do you remember
0: that that picture I sent you of that cat? Yes. <laughs> with with the sticky note on its head.
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah.
0: So that cat is the reason why you need to watch that fourth episode of Cuckoo. It's C U C K O O. Basically, it's Andy Samberg. Uh, it's a British television show with Andy Samberg who, he is, like, a huge, like, hippie spiritual guy. (laughs) And he marries the daughter of this, of this, um, who, like, was on a path to become, like, a lawyer or something like that, and now she's kind of hippie-ish. It's so good. Oh, my
1: God, it's... It's so good. God, you just described an actual sick... You just described Dharma and Greg. That's what you just (laughs) described. Okay, anyway.
0: (laughs) Um, you should watch all of it, but... You should definitely watch. If you don't want to start a new show, definitely watch the fourth episode. Because, oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> so good. That's pretty much it. That's all I have.
1: Awesome. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, this has been... Wait, is it... Do I close out if you open? We I never don't... actually solidified that I don't before.
0: know. I'll close it out. This has okay. been... So... This has been... I almost just said this has been Siege in Sarawak. And I don't <laughs> know why. Uh... <laughs> my Siege in... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> how's, you, how's Utah? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, this has been Say Report. It's it's the S. It was the S that really that really messed me up. Um, this has been Say Report Junior, uh, a podcast that you should be listening to, uh, downloading and subscribing to each week. I probably screwed that up. Nope, you did um, it right. I did Good. it right. Yes. Yep. Uh, every week you can follow us on Twitter at Say Report Junior. You can also find each of us individually. I am at Dale's Brain.
1: And I am at Zerwisky.
0: And that's it, everybody. Hope you had a good time.
1: Oh, let's all get ice cream and hope it's not a Pokemon. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh take, take, take it away, Liz, before she realizes what I've said. Go, go.
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening to the SAY Report with your hosts Dale Decker and Zach Sarawick. Please follow the guys on Twitter and Facebook by searching for the SAY Report you can always subscribe on your podcast channel so this is delivered straight to you and you can enjoy it every week. With apologies to your mother, we'll see you next time.